Whether you're first time, long time, or all the time, call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook. Better odds and favorable prices. To, uh, sorry, I didn't know if I hit the button or not. McCartan before midnight here on the fan in New York City. Let's get right into it. To kick off the New York Jets season, we have a great friend of the show on the hotline, Tony Richardson, who played in two straight AFC Championship games with the New York Jets. Tony, I love when you come on. We always have an insightful perspective from you. Thank you. Well, so uh, so great to uh, to be on tonight. Um, I was waiting patiently. I didn't want to miss your phone call because every time we come on, I have a good time. So I'm actually currently watching Auburn who's struggling with San Jose State. I'm not sure what's going on. It's 14 to 10, but it's been a lot of upsets today. And, of course, you know I love my UFC. I know, I know, I know. I got I had the Met game on here in the studio, but now it's the news, so I got to get up and change this in a second. But um, let's get right into it. Let's talk some Jets. I, I, you know, I know I mean, everybody knows that you played on offense. So, Tony, in your experience, could you explain what it is like to adjust from one quarterback to another? Uh, you know, the biggest thing is more of, uh, the cadence because like it was almost which is crazy you know the whole situation when we had chad pennington and then they traded chad in the middle of the night and next thing you know we have brett Favre. so it's more so getting used to the cadence and how they come into the huddle but more importantly like how they throw the ball so like chad was more of a touch pass when he throw a five-yard ball it's more touch well Favre would throw a five-yard ball and almost knock you down so it, it takes time just to kind of get used to it Good thing for these guys, um, tomorrow they've had a chance to work with Flacco for, you know, off and on throughout the offseason because some of these guys are so young. So they've experienced all three quarterbacks. And so I think I think they should be okay as far as the touch of the ball and just understanding, uh, you know, Flacco's cadence. What would you say is the most difficult part, um, bes- you know, besides all that? What is the most difficult part of getting to be able to, to either take a handoff from a brand-new quarterback or catch a pass from one? I think the most difficult part is just knowing how – because every quarterback, they, they do their mechanics differently. But the thing about it, and one thing that we would always do, so before we start practice uh, every day, we do quarter, quarterback center exchange, and we take handouts from the quarterback. Just as receivers, they do one-on-one just to get used to it. And so each quarterback has a different throwing style. They have a different cadence. And so there's no – I mean, it's, when, they, when they kick the game off tomorrow at 1 o'clock, no one will be surprised because they practice. I mean, we practice. And it's funny because I always used to tell my buddies when I played at Kansas City, I'm like, hey, man, I got to cut the video game off. I got to go to work. They're like, where did you work? I'm like, dude, I got to be at practice at 630 in the morning and I get off at 6 at night. <laughs> so I don't. I think a lot of people think we just go run around, throw the ball for an hour. But uh, there's a lot of work put into uh, preparation, for, especially for week one. Sure. And so you've got Garrett Wilson, who's a first-round pick from this year, saying that Joe Flacco, this is a quote, does a good job of making the passes receiver-friendly. So because Joe Flacco is an experienced quarterback with a young roster, what kind of a setback will this offense face once Zach Wilson comes back? Uh, you know, I don't necessarily – I never look at it as a, as a setback because they, there's no way that the coaching staff will put um, – They because you don't get thrown in. So whenever they start feeling like he's able to practice, they'll mm-hmm. start mixing it in. And so it won't be a, a setback. They'll have, like, you know, maybe the first team, uh, Flacco will take five reps. Um and, you know, and Zach can take five reps. So there's never going to be a surprise. That's one thing they can never do. They can't say, okay, Flacco started. He's going to take all the first team reps. And then, you you know, next time you see uh, Zach is going to be, um, you know, week four, week five. So, no, there's practice reps involved. And, and the good thing about it, they just came out of training camp. So they've all been working together. So there's not a lot of, um, you know, the biggest thing I'm concerned about 
not necessarily the quarterback play, is more the offensive line and the shuffling now that has mm-hmm. to happen the week before the game. No, that would concern me more than the quarterback play. Yeah, you know, about the injuries to the offensive line, are the Jets already starting behind the eight ball because of them? Nah, you know, like I said, you know, I'm an optimist. So I always look at a glass half full versus a glass half empty. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's, it's definitely a setback because, you know, shuffling the offensive line and, you know, I never played the offensive line. One, I'm not big enough or smart enough. But two, like to be able to see the way Nick Mango was able to keep, you know, guys in sync and keeping the left tackle and the, the left guard. Like that's the thing that you most, um, the chemistry of just working next to a guy because you have to have fit and everything has to work in motion. That's the part I'm probably most concerned about because that, that doesn't happen overnight. And there's the only way you can practice that is full speed reps. And the only way you get full speed reps are either in preseason games or in the regular season. So that's the part I'm probably most concerned about. The quarterback player take care of himself. Yeah, Tony Richardson here is on uh, is here on the fan with us. You know, Tony, as a guy who made his living running through the holes created by that offensive line, whichever line it was, whatever combination, whatever city it was in, to which degree does this shuffling affect the Jets' ground game, especially with with some young backs? Well, that, you know, that's the one part that I think that offensive linemen jail because every offensive lineman all we want to do is run the football. So those that that right there is going to come a lot faster than the pass sets because the pass sets. You know, you have to be able to feel, you know, how your right guard is moving, his footwork and all those things. The run sets, they get low. And you know what? Me and you, we're going to move that man out of the way. It's for, that's forcing your will. Mm-hmm. And I love, you know, talking to Damian Woody and, you know, Thomas Jones whenever we relive our, our, our glory days when we were actually running the ball well. Those are the things that you really have to focus on the most uh, is the pass game because the run game kind of takes care of itself. Mm-hmm. Tony Richardson with us on the fan. You know, Tony, I've heard it all week from a lot of guys on the radio, all different stations that have never laced it up in the NFL. But let me ask you, since I have you, is it true that the first month of the regular season is like, quote unquote, preseason? Uh, well, I mean, you can't treat it like preseason because that first month, if you end up 0-4, I mean, you won't be in preseason because you're going to be getting ready for all season. So, <laughs> um, no, it's, 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 it's very important. You do start off a little slow because obviously now with the rules um and obviously i was on the executive committee to help you know make some of those rules where practice is not as physical it's not as long and training camp is shorter um so i was a part of that but the thing about it is you got to still build that momentum because if you get behind the eight ball and you're zero and four going into the because we, we put everything in quarters and so the first quarter is obviously the first four over now because you have 17 games that second quarter if you start off zero and four in that second quarter you're already you're already behind so you can't treat it like preseason games matter. And that's one thing I love about our sport because we play 17 games. Um, I had a friend of mine went to the Yankees game today. Yankees probably have, what, 30 more games. NFL, you have 17. And if you lose one, you're already behind the eight ball. So, yeah, you can't treat it like preseason. But the level of competition, does it ramp up? Uh, like, let's just say in week four? Not, no, the level of competition is because they're not the bringing in new guys. Yeah. You go in, yeah. there's 53 guys. The competition is not changing. They're not bringing guys in and out versus like preseason. Uh-huh. That 11 starters that you see on offense, defense, and special teams, those are your guys. And you, you <laughs> look around, it's funny, which is sad because, you know, you look in the beginning of offseason, there's 90 guys. Mm-hmm. They get down to that, that, that last cut, and 53 guys are on your roster. You look around, and there's 27 of your friends that are no longer there. And the locker room is empty. If you look behind you for reps, there ain't nobody coming to save you. So, no, the level of uh, – there's no – no, because that's what we're professionals. Uh, we don't get paid for the preseason. You get the real money during the regular season, and no, uh, there's no um, 
Yeah, it's not like preseason. I'm, I'm not sure who said that. Yeah, I had a feeling you would have said that. It wasn't me, just so you know. <laughs> no, I, I know that. I know that. Sure. <laughs> um, you know, another thing is, I, I know we just talked about winning and stuff like that, but this season, I mean, the Jets aren't focused on wins per se, right? It's more about development. So why Joe Flacco over Mike White, you think? Nah, you know what? You always focus on wins. You get because think about it, if you're not focused on wins, they're going to be, you know, unfortunately, people lose jobs when you don't win. So right. if they're not going out to try to win, then, uh, you know. But, yeah, when you have a young roster, you just want – and me and D. Wood talk about this all the time. You, each week you just want to get better. But also as you're getting better, you want to win. So if they're not focusing on wins, there's going to be a whole overhaul because if you don't win, that's on your record. So if I'm a veteran in the locker room and I'm, say, if I was in my 17th year mm-hmm. and we're not focusing on win, guess what? My 17th year, the record would be 0-17, and, and that's not something that no one wants in their resume. Mm-hmm. So every time you step across that line, uh, even if you're playing with a young team, you go to play to win. Like like Herm Edwards said, we play to win the game. So, uh, <laughs> no, I, I don't know who – yeah, you – yeah, don't, I mean, the development of the young guys are, is important, but we play to win. If you're not playing to win, then you need to go join another sport. So – then developing the young guys, especially on offense, is, is Flacco a better option over over Mike White, or were, or would you roll with Mike White? No, I'm gonna roll with Flacco because yeah. I'm trying to win. Yeah. Like I got a guy, he's a Super Bowl MVP. Yep. Uh, he's been there, he's done that. He knows this division. He's a former Raven, so he right. knows this team. Obviously, it's a little bit different from when he was there. Ray Lewis is sitting on the couch like me tonight. Harry <laughs> is sitting on the couch somewhere <laughs> watching TV. But um, it's a different <laughs> roster, but it's the same mentality. Like one thing that. I know, or every team knows, when you play against the Ravens, you play against Pittsburgh, you play against Cincinnati, you're going to get hit dead in the teeth. And that's just, that's just the nature of that division. So, uh, yeah, so I, I'm going with Flacco because he's a veteran. He's a proven veteran. I'm just not rolling it out just to develop a guy. Like, every time you step across the line, you're trying to win the football game. Right. Tony Richardson, former New York Jeff fullback, joins us on the fan. Tony, week four rolls around. Let me paint the picture here. I don't care what the record is, but they look competitive with Joe Flacco. They're putting up points. They're moving the football. They're staying in games late. But Zach Wilson is at that 110% mark that Salah wants him to be at. The wheels on the bus start rolling to Pittsburgh. As a player on that bus, who do you want as your QB1? Uh, well, for me personally, I guess as a veteran, I am um, not putting my young quarterback off a knee injury on the road against Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not – you know, like I said, I know Mike Tomlin extremely, extremely well. He was my coordinator when I was with the Vikings. That defense in Pittsburgh is, is real. I'm not putting my young quarterback who's just coming off a knee injury in Pittsburgh on the road. Mm-hmm. So, no, I'm probably going to hold off on that. But you know what? That's why I'm on the couch and not in the front office. <laughs> but let's hey, let's focus on this. Let's try to be 1-0 and tomorrow. After that, then we'll deal with week two, and we'll deal with week four when it gets there. Yeah, then after that, I'm just looking. Jets, week five, have Miami at home. Might be a little bit more favorable, I would, I would think. Yep. Tony Richardson, New York Jets, former New York Jets fullback, joins us. Um, besides the quarterback play, which we talked a lot about, offensive line, what are you most looking forward to this season? Uh, as far as the Jets is concerned? Yeah. Oh, I'm looking at my running backs. You know, I'm a running back, you know, through and through. So I'm excited about this running back group um, and tight ends. Like, I really believe what's going to carry this team, regardless of who's playing quarterback, is tight ends. We I think we have three or four really, really good tight ends. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see Rucker, um, you know, play. He's a young kid. He's local from uh, Long Island. And, you know, my two run- – well, three running backs. I can't, I can't wait. I think this is going to be a two-headed monster. I got a chance to see these guys. I uh, went to the Jets-Giants scrimmage and to see both of these two guys up, up close. I think it's going to be a great one-two punch and possibly a third guy in the mix. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm always looking at the running game. And, of course, uh, you know, I, so I, I can't wait to see this young man play as well. Who was that? You cut out for one sec. 
Oh, uh, uh, Sauce Gardner. Yeah, I know. Sauce Gardner, I, I, I have my eyes on him on this uh, week one tomorrow for sure. Um, realistic expectations for this Jets team in terms of wins. Are you ready to put a number out there or no? No, no, no. I told you my expectations is one and oh, because yeah. you, don't, you don't you do not do that. Like, yeah. to tell you the truth, when you said uh, week five was against the Dolphins, I didn't even know that because one thing I do, I'll be at the game tomorrow. I look at week one. Yep. We let the chips fall as they may. And then we move on to week two. If you start looking down the line, that's when you get kicked in the teeth, like this happening on my USC TV right now. <laughs> but um, no, nah, I don't. I mean, I don't like to do. Uh, yeah. You know, I don't like to do that because you just there's so many things that happen. Like Buffalo came out the gate swinging uh, the other night, so all of a sudden you try to get you know thinking about Buffalo and like, oh, we can now Buffalo looks pretty serious. So I don't like to do that. <laughs> yeah. I just hope we get better week in and week out, and um, we'll just count. We'll count them up at the end of the season. That is definitely a player's mentality. Tony Richardson joins us on the fan. Um, are you confident in the direction of this team if you're a player in that locker room, a veteran in that locker room? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's your livelihood. So guys work extremely hard just to play one game in the National Football League. Um, I try to tell people this all the time. There's only 13,500 people in the history of the world that's played the NFL for three, three games or more. So if you're part of that 13,000, well, now there'll be more. Like, you don't – you're not – second guessing um and that's why i'm staying away from some of these you know talk shows and stuff like that because you don't second guess the quarterback you don't second guess the front office the general manager the head coach like you're very excited just to get that one opportunity to play so you believe because you've worked with them so long and you believe in what everyone's doing and what everyone is, is saying and you just want that opportunity to go out and put your best showing out there because unfortunately a lot of guys got released and a lot of guys and now trying to figure out what's their next line of work. So right. if you don't believe in what you're doing, then you need to go do something else. I love that. Tony, last question here. Um, you mentioned it. I'm going to see you in about 12 hours, right? You're going to be at that Jets Lounge games tomorrow, right? Yeah, I'll be at the uh, I'll be at the stadium. I'm not quite sure I'll be in the lounge just because I have some uh, work commitments, but I'm going to try to stop in and say hello. All right, well, make sure you come and say hi to me. I would uh, love to meet you finally in person. Uh, uh, listen, I'll be doing an activation for the Jets uh, at the Bud Light Beer Garden, so I'll be there from 11 until 1, and then I have some sweet business at halftime. But, you know, I'm always floating around the stadium, so we'll definitely link up. All right, sounds good. I'll text you. I'll text you when I get there then. Uh, all right, sounds like a plan. You bringing your dad? No, I'm not. I'm not. Not this time. He's a Packers fan, right? My brother's the Packers fan. Oh, your brother's the Packers fan. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to hold that against him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. All right. Well, that was Tony Rich. Tony, thank you so much. I appreciate you coming on. All right. Thank you. See you tomorrow.